0: Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations.
1: Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We continue our conversation with author and pastor David Kibler about his new book, that just recently came out. Eight things I wish I knew before I said I do. And uh, marriage is the hardest thing you'll do for those of you that are married, but it's the best thing you'll ever do. And yet we all could use some encouragement and hope at times. And uh, man, this book will definitely provide it for you. Yesterday, uh, we shared one of the topics that uh, David addresses in the book The Root Cause of All Conflict. Just a lot of good information, things that you can apply, simple things in your marriage. To to help uh, deal with conflict. So if you missed yesterday's program, I would encourage you to go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org, and check out that 14-minute program. But uh, we're going to talk today about another topic from this book, and it's called having a high-trust home. Dave, uh, talk a little bit about just the importance of trust. When I coached college of basketball in Western Kentucky many years ago, we talked, you know, trying to get our guys to trust each other as teammates. And yeah. you know, and that's eventually we got there, we started having a successful team. Um, kind of assuming from you putting this as a chapter in your book that uh, trust is just huge for a marriage, isn't it?
0: It is literally the foundation of everything. Um, without trust, you can't have anything. You have no relationship at all. Nothing in this world happens without trust. And a lot of times we learn that the hard way. But um, a, a couple that doesn't trust each other, um, you can't even you don't even hear what the other person is saying literally uh, let's say a, a husband says tells his uh, wife you look nice today if there's no trust the wife, wife doesn't even hear that doesn't even hear you look nice she hears I'm setting you up for the big ask I want something I'm trying to manipulate you the defenses are up you can't even hear what your spouse is saying without trust and so the uh, the the most important thing in a home is Without a doubt, is trust. Um, I tell the the couples that that I counsel that the amount, the trust that your spouse has in you, you need to guard that like the army guards Fort Knox, Uh, because trust is very quickly lost and very slowly gained, if at all. Uh, You can destroy in one single moment everything you've spent forty years of your life building, and so um, guard that trust. Never betray that trust, um, and, uh, and and prize it, hold it so valuable. At whatever you think you can gain by betraying a trust, it's not worth it. It is just not worth it. Hold that trust valuable, and that's what this chapter is about.
1: Well, I know somebody listening today. You may be getting in that gray area, and you know that, that it's not wise about something you're doing. So I hope you hear what. Uh, Pastor Kibler saying, Dave Kibler here, the author of this outstanding book, Eight Things I Wish I Knew Before I Said I Do, uh, this chapter we're talking about today, Have a High Trust Home. Uh, you talk about, you know, nothing, I mean, nothing happens without trust. It's no, really that no. simple, isn't
0: it? And Yeah, and people come to me and say, well, uh, we're, we're having issues in our marriage and this kind of thing. I always go back to trust, because everything comes back to that. And, uh, and I kind of came up with a little formula I share in the book. I like to share that with the listeners now. Um, trust... Uh, is equal, the amount of trust that someone has in you is equal to the level of your character. No high, the, the trust is equal to your character. If you have low character, you'll have low trust, high character, high type trust. And the amount of your character is the sum total of what you consistently do. Your character is not who you are on your best day. Your character is not who you are on your worst day. It's not who you hope to be. It's not who you want to be. It's not who you know you, you, you portray yourself to be on Facebook. That's not who you are. That's not your character. Your character is the sum total of what you consistently do over time and so that is what people base your base their their evaluations of your character on and so when a couple comes to me and said we need to work on trust i need help with building trust i always go back to okay let's work on your consistency how consistent are you are you where you're supposed to be are you do you do the things you say you're going to do repeatedly do you are, are you faithful with money do you hide things you know these things these are all trust building things because you have to do them consistently so the 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 number one thing I could tell all the listeners out there today, if, if you want trust in your home, go back to the consistency. That is, that is key because the consistency is the key, the sum total. I mean, Sorry, your character is the sum total of what you do consistently. And the amount of trust in your home is going to equal the level of your character.
1: And I think the thing I've found doing ministry twenty years—it's not often the big thing; it's the little things. It's you know the little decisions. Oh so yeah. if you start being consistent. Little things, the big things yeah. will just happen, right?
0: Yeah. Um. And and probably lot everybody listening to this—you know, you and me combined, uh, both—we've had the, our trust uh, betrayed. We put our trust in someone, and and that's been betrayed. Uh, a very very ugly episode uh, in my life when I was a youth minister. Um, I had a, a difficult kid who had an even more difficult parent, uh, and I needed some wisdom. And so I I called one of my elders who was good friends with them, and I said, I need some help because this is what's going on with this kid, and the parent's driving me crazy. Um, Can you give me some insight into what's going on in the home? Is there some type of whatever is going on? And, And and I, and, and I said, I would really appreciate if you keep this between us because I, I really like this family, I, I, but I need help understanding. Well, um, at the next elder meeting, uh, he brought up word for word every, every word that I had said, and, everyone, and and of course there were minutes and they were public and everything like that. I'd never felt so betrayed in my life. Now, what he said was 100% accurate. He did not embellish, he did not change, 100% accurate, but it was not his story to tell. And, and I had never felt so betrayed in my life, and I learned my lesson. Never tell this guy anything. Um, and I wonder how many spouses are out there with that level. Um, you, you don't have to lie to betray a trust. You, know, you just have to tell a story that's not yours to tell. And, um, and so I, I, I've had my trust betrayed. So have you. So is every person listening to this. And there are people, when I teach on this building a high-trust home, Um, they're like, there's no way we could do that. You're, you're a fool. You're an idiot. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, and, and I tell them about the setup that my wife and I have, I'm I'm a pastor. I mean, I'm here. Does my wife know I'm here? No. No, she doesn't. Um, does she know I'm at the office? Does she know? I, you know, I, I, go, I teach at Revive Lifehouse. I teach at the jail. I'm in people's homes. I, I'm out in the community. I, you know, I'm everywhere. She works for a small business, uh, a family business. She's in people's homes, measures for blinds. Do I know that? No, I don't. But I trust that she is, and she trusts that I am. Why? Because we've been consistent in that. And and I people say, well, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You're you're an idiot. You know, I I, I can't believe you're you're just one you know, away from disaster. And uh, and I ask people why they're that way, and they tell me, well, they've been hurt in the past. And I say, I have too. But there's a great quote from Mark Twain that I share in this book that I like to share with you. He says, Mark Twain says this. He says. We should be careful to get out of an experience only the wisdom that is in it, and stop there, lest we be like the cat that sits down on a hot stove lid. She will never sit down on a hot stove lid again, and that is well. But she'll also never sit down on a cold one anymore. Mm. And and so what I realized was th- the that elder had betrayed me, but not all, not all elders had. Um, And for for people that are struggling with trust, maybe people that are wondering, should I get married? Well, I've been hurt in the past. I just don't know if I should do this. Well, don't be like the cat. Not all stove lids are hot. Um, Maybe you've been betrayed in the past by someone, but not by the person you're dating right now. Or maybe you've been hurt by someone at work, but not by your spouse. So, not all stove lids are created equal. Don't be like the cat. Um, and so really, we need to make sure that we, we tailor our trust to the person and not to life in general. Um, that's one thing that I, I really enjoy helping couples overcome and, and see because so many of us have been hurt. Um, I know you have. I know I have. And if we just apply that to everyone, then we're never going to get anywhere.
1: Well, it's, as you mentioned that, I had a conflict one time uh, with a staff member at a church that I worked at, and as we just had a really good, honest dialogue, they just said, well, to be honest with you, I guess I didn't, I should have trust you, but I've had some problems in the past with somebody that, you know, a staff mm-hmm. person, and you know, and I guess I brought that into it. So it was, you know, you're right, sometimes we don't give trust to others because of past things, yeah. but um, man, the trust is everything. I uh, like in your chapter, you said the amount of trust in your home equals the amount of Happiness in your home. Yes, sometimes we don't
0: realize that correlation. Talk about that. Well, um, the the it, it, when there's no trust, like I said, you can't even hear what your spouse is saying. Everything is second guessed. Everything is suspected. The, the, the person hearing that is always looking for the angle. The other person. That's not a happy home. A home full of tension. A home full of separation. Um, the, uh, the where there's no trust, you can't even laugh. You can't, you, you're going to separate, you're going to isolate, there's going to be no harmony, there's going to be no joy. Um, th- but where there's trust, where people believe, see, trust says, I believe you. That's what trust says. I, I don't need a second check, I don't need a, a witness, I, I, trust just says, I believe you. And, and so when you're in a home like that, then... Your 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 happiness is you're going to be fantastically happy because you believe the person and they believe you and there's this solid bridge of a relationship. I, I think of um, the 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 consistency um, of God leading up to the greatest story and one of the greatest stories in the Bible, David and Goliath. Um, people just we we start the kid's story, David and Goliath. Um, where he walks out and, whoa, what faith? Well, what we don't understand is that God had been preparing him that. Uh, When he was in front of King Saul, uh, David said, listen, I was out tending sheep, and a lion and a bear came up, and, and and I went after him, I killed him. And I took him, and the same God that delivered me from the hand of the lion and the bear will deliver me from from Goliath as well. And see, God had set up a track record of consistency through for preparing David for this moment. So when this when this moment came, David said, "Well, of course, God has had that consistency. He's come through for me in the past. I, I'm not second guessing. I'm not. I'm not, you know, wondering. I'm not double checking. I'm not." I, God's done this for me. I'm walking out with full confidence, and that's the kind of confidence in each other God wants for husbands and wives in the home. That that the second it's said, we've had a track record of consistency, boom, we're doing it. And that's uh that's a happy home. That's going to be a happy home right there. Where there's there's where there's just that track record of consistency and trust where two people uh just are not at odds and they're not second guessing each other. They're just they're just there. That's the kind of home you want.
1: Well, and you wrap up that chapter. And I have to. I hate to be Captain Obvious, but I just think it needs to be said. And you said in your book at the last part of that chapter on high trust, uh, having a high trust home, never betray the trust your spouse places in you. And I think for people listening right now, the enemy's always tempting. But somebody listening, they needs to realize just how important
0: that is. Okay, think about winning uh, winning the lottery. Okay, the trust that you have in uh, that your spouse has in you is more valuable than that. I mean there is nothing more valuable in your life than that than the trust that 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 exists in your home to guard it, guard it, guard it, and never betray it, never do anything that would cause a lack of trust and you will find the amount of peace and joy and love in your home that you you will not you can't wait to get home to that home it 's just a place to be. And that's what we want. That's what God wants for all our homes
1: amen and amen we've been talking with david kibler he is the author of a new book we've just been sharing just touching the tip of the iceberg here of this awesome book called eight things i wish i knew before i said i do Um, i encourage you to check out that Uh, also he's an outstanding pastor he's the pastor at catalyst christian church in niffisville kentucky if you're looking for a church home dave i'm sure people last two days like man i gotta get a copy of this book what's the best way to do that
0: well you can either buy it from me locally and 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 avoid the Amazon fees or you can go to my website, DaveKibler.com. You can order it straight from Amazon. Uh, It's available on Kindle and on print book. Um, I have, I I, I, I have a email address. You want to meet with me? I'm local, Nicholsville, Lexington. I'd love to meet with you. I'd love to sign a copy. I'd love to talk with you. Uh, This, this isn't just, a book. This is my. This, I love this, and I love talking with people about this, and I love hearing the feedback, and and I love talking with people about how the concepts in the book have blessed them, and 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 people have given me questions. Hey, I didn't understand this, and I and on Facebook, I've just been getting so many uh, messages from people. It's just been amazing. I love it, and so uh, so send me a message, shoot me an email, follow me on Facebook, uh, shoot shoot me a message. I'd love to talk with you about this stuff.
1: All right. Well, I hope you'll check out his website, davidkibler.com. That's davidkibler.com. Get a copy of Eight Things I Wish I Knew Before I Said I Do. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here.
0: Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today.